All right, everybody, welcome on over to Secure the Bag podcast. It is your host, Samir Shabane here, and we are on segment number six. But before we go ahead and dive into it, Jimmy, drop that intro, bro. All right, so today what I want to talk about is paying the price, all right? Paying the price to live the life that you want to live. Okay, now this topic right here is definitely uh, piggybacking off of Grant Cardone's, uh, you know, one of Grant Cardone's sayings. All right, if you guys don't know Grant Cardone, he is the absolute master when it comes to sales, and he has truly impacted my life and my success and, you know, my day to day thinking and mindset overall. All right. Uh, the way that I found out about Grant Cardone was when I was getting into door-to-door sales, I came across his uh, his content as I was, you know, typing on YouTube how to close, right? How to present, how to become better at sales, at follow-up, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And eventually, I ended up buying all of his books, you know. And later down the line, I ended up getting enrolled into. Um, Cardone University, all right? And Cardone University was probably one of the main reasons as to why I was able to, you know, make more money than the average person does uh, in door-to-door sales. And the main reason for that was because, you know, he taught every single area uh, or he touches on every single area of sales, all right? Literally hits it from every angle, you know, because it all starts within and then it all... um, ends with external, right? Like, what do you do with your hand gestures? You know, uh, how do you present? How do you lean in for the clothes, et cetera, et cetera. And what's so crazy about it, guys, is, um, you know, I used to, and I still do look up to Grant Cardone, but one day, all right, one day, uh, my business partner, Juan Valdez, and my, uh, one of my best friends, you know, Juan Valdez and I were at Ty Lopez's house, just recording some content, and, we ended up going over there to meet another mentor of ours, um, Alex Mir. All right, Alex Mir, he's a business partner with Ty Lopez. They've grown a couple companies together. One of the most successful ones, in my opinion, is MentorBox, which I've had the pleasure of uh, consulting for and working on uh, some of their marketing and stuff like that. But essentially, we're just hanging out. Uh, we're waiting on Alex to come in. And next thing you know, we see GC walking in with all of the energy that he has, all right? So he's he's power walking in, and Juan and I look at each other, and we were like, dude, no way is that Grant Cardone right now. And it was so crazy because the first time that I had met Grant Cardone was at the 10X Growth Con, but it was such a quick, you know, meet and greet just to, like, take a picture and whatnot, but... Uh, the second time around at Ty's house was just completely different. It was just completely di- different dynamic. Like he didn't have too many people rushing him, um, you know, too many things going on. So he was able to, you know, shake our hand, actually talk to us. And eventually uh, Jimmy was also there, right? The shooter was also there. So I'm like, Jimmy, this is it, man. Whip up that camera because I'm about to ask him for a quick interview. And... What ended up happening was, you know, I just straight up asked him first, right? I led with the reward. I told him how much his uh, his content and his work and, you know, everything that he's done for uh, the entrepreneurial community out there. I asked him, you know, to do an interview. 
and he was like absolutely man let's do it so you guys should totally go and check that out on my youtube uh it's gotten tons and tons of views and you know tons and tons of great feedback as well um because of the topics that we touched on but to kind of get into it all right to get into it one of the main things that i've learned from grant cardone that i want to share with you guys is the idea of paying the price okay so paying the price is all about doing the things that you don't want to do to be able to live the life that you want to live so for example in my life right in my life doing door-to-door sales was definitely not something that you know i woke up you know uh doing jumping jacks over right and truth be told it's because it's not a very sexy job right it's not a very sexy thing to do like you don't just go around the club telling girls like yeah you know I do door-to-door sales and all of a sudden they're you know they start going crazy it's it's less of a um, it's less of a thing that you want to do but more something that you have to do or at least that's how I felt right because when I was reading one of my favorite books the billionaires effect um, I read somewhere that 65% of billionaires did some sort of direct sales, all right? And the main reason why I was getting into door-to-door sales was simply for the fact that they weren't teaching me anything that I needed to know to really become an entrepreneur in door-to-door, sorry, in, in the real world, to become an entrepreneurial in the real world, right? College was not teaching me how to be a real entrepreneur. They were teaching me and conditioning me to become an employee. And I heard you know, from that book and some other sources that door-to-door sales is literally equal to a four-year or even a master's degree in business. So I got into it just to kind of see what, you know, what it was all about, why these billionaires and these, you know, ultra-successful people uh, respect door-to-door sales. And as soon as I got into it, I realized the main reason why was because of people skills. Because if you can learn how to make somebody realize that they have a problem or confront somebody's problem and provide them with a solution, then that teaches you a lot about business, all right? It teaches you a lot about business because that's what business is all about, right? That's what entrepreneurship is all about. That is how billionaires make their money. They just solve a billion people's problems. And... In terms of paying the price, right? Paying the price of, you know, becoming either a good door-to-door salesman or becoming uber successful in e-commerce or, you know, affiliate marketing or growing your own social media marketing agency or just hitting it big in crypto or whatever it may be, you have to learn how to do the things that you do not like. And to add on to that, all right, one thing that I heard Grant say I believe very few times, but it stuck with me real well. He said, hey, if you do not learn how to do the things that you hate, then you will never truly be able to do the things that you love, okay? Because no matter what level of success we might be able to get to, and no matter how much money you make, no matter how you know how, how big of a business you can grow, you will always, always have to do the things that you hate, all right? You will always have to confront the things that you hate. So what I want you guys to think about is that exactly, all right? Think about what it is that you want to do, all right? If you're looking to grow 
an e-commerce business. And here's a prime example, right? We have tons and tons of students and people that watch our content on YouTube or on Instagram, uh, maybe even bought and invested in uh, our program, the P2P Accelerator, which pretty much teaches you step-by-step -step how to grow and uh, how to launch, grow, and scale a successful e-commerce dropshipping business. There's tons and tons of people that just simply do not want to do the things that they hate, which is struggling, right? Which is launching a product and it doesn't work out, so you have to launch another one, right? Launching a store and it doesn't do that well, so you have to uh, do it again. Um, you know, reaching out or maybe launching a Facebook ad that doesn't convert well and you have to do it again and again and again and again. And fortunately, if they or maybe, you know, you're in that exact position and you can relate to what I just said, if you want to be able to grow a successful e-commerce business, you have to be able to do those things over and over again without being emotionally tied to it, right? And I'll give you guys another example. I remember when Juan and I were first getting started with, uh, with our e-commerce business, just kind of getting into it. Um, we were living in Irvine at the time. We had just transitioned from San Diego over to uh, Irvine, right? And that was literally the point in time where I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I've got everything I needed to learn from door-to-door -door sales. I feel like I've learned my lesson. I've gotten my degree here. Um, and I'm super grateful for it, and I'm super grateful for all the people that gave me the opportunity uh, to be able to, you know, get such an experience. But I was like, you know what? I'm done. I want to go all into this thing, all right? I want to risk it all. I want to burn the boats. Uh, like Tony Robbins says, if you want to take the island, then you have to burn the boats, okay? So I burned the boat, quit my door-to-door -door sales job. Juan was still sticking to it uh, for a little bit longer. Um, and we ended up moving to Irvine. And literally, guys, all right, literally, we were working more on our e-commerce business, like more hours in the day than we were in our door-to-door -door sales job, okay? So even though we started making more money, we still kept working a lot more, and we still do. And the reason why is because... Obviously, we love doing e-commerce and building online businesses and stuff like that. But if you are not willing to do the things that you do not like, okay, if you are not willing to do the things that you hate, then you will never be able to do the things that you love. Like, I want to be able to travel the world, right? I want to be able to uh, buy nice things. I want to be able to support my family, retire my parents, right? Those are the things that I love to do and would love to do. But I realized that I need to pay that price. And so in Irvine, we would literally lock ourselves up. I mean, there was even some friends, you know, that we were close with in door-to-door -door sales in the company that we're working on um, that lived in the same complex that we were. They thought we were going crazy because they're like, dude, you guys are making, you know, you have an online business and you're making a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. Like, why are you guys not coming out of the house? Like, why are you not working out? Why are you only... Uh, you know, doing Uber Eats, like, why are you guys not going out and eating lavish every night? We don't get it. And it's so funny because when you get in that tunnel vision, and if you can relate to me, if, if you've ever been here before, when you get in that tunnel vision, that flow state, literally you think of everything uh, that does not contribute 
to that flow state, right? So even sometimes like I even miss some meals because I'm so focused on launching some Facebook ads or, you know, Juan is too focused on product research. Like we would skip the gym, you know, we were getting out of shape and whatnot. And, you know, it, it was all in terms of sacrificing and doing the things that we did not like to be able to do the things that we love, right? Because after a while of doing that, just locking ourselves in the apartment, you know, grinding it out from morning till nighttime, eventually there came a point where, you know, I was able to fly my parents out uh, from Boston, right? They had never been over to the West Coast. And I flew them out to California. Juan had just went back to Boston, so had the whole apartment to myself. So my parents were, you know, uh, pretty comfortable just hanging out. And I was able to show him around. I got, my friend let me uh, hold down one of his cars and I was able to show him around, you know, take him to nice restaurants, literally paid for everything, didn't even let him touch their wallet. And, you know, I just felt super blessed. Like I was able to, you know, take him up to LA, get a hotel, take him up to San Francisco, you know, get a hotel up there without feeling like I was hurting. I had never been able to do that when I was in door-to-door sales, but essentially, you know, I was able to do that with the profits that we were making from e-commerce. Now, I'm not saying this to brag, although I'm definitely not complaining. I'm saying this because I was doing the things that I hated, right? I was comfortable with doing the things that I hated to be able to do the things that I love, such as this, right? Such as bringing out my parents or being able to send uh, some rent over every single month, right? To contribute to my parents' rent. And so I hope guys, uh, hold on, let me check. Jimmy, what, what time are we on here? 13 minutes. All right, 13 minutes. Okay, I do want to start keeping. And by the way, guys, please do let me know if you like them a little bit, you know, shorter, compact, and straight to the point. Or if you'd like me to touch on the topics uh, that I choose from every single angle. And I would love for you guys to suggest some topics as well, please. Uh, either DM me on Instagram, DM me on um can you dm on a podcast jimmy you cannot DM on a podcast all right maybe not so just instagram yeah leave a review exactly leave a review of what things you guys would like me to touch on um or what you would like us to touch on here at the ecom trap house um but yeah guys i mean you know that that's another thing right is like being able or or doing door-to-door sales although i did not like it that much it gave me the money right to be able to invest into learning and scaling up, right? Because when I was doing door-to-door sales, I was always telling myself that, hey, Samir, this is not the end goal for you, buddy. This is all gonna be part of your story that will one day be told to millions of millennials and entrepreneurs around the world. And so, um, you know, the money that I was making from door-to-door sales, I was investing it into buying courses, into, you know, being able to go to events. Like I literally, excuse me, I literally did not ever um, save money. Like when I was doing door-to-door sales, I did not save money. This is something else that Grant talks about a lot. If you're making, you know, like under 5K a month, like there is no need to save money, all right? Because you're not really saving anything. What you should be doing is investing it into yourself, investing it into your skills, into your mindset, in order to be able to multiply that income. And so while I was doing door-to-door sales, like I wasn't buying all the cool Jordans or, you know, partying or going to all the barbecues. Like I had to make that sacrifice to, you know, not 
spend my money on those things or my time and my energy on those things, but instead invest them into things that will pay off in the near future. So when we got into e-commerce, all those investments that I had made on online, like on Facebook ads, you know, buying some Facebook ads courses or social media marketing um, courses or live events, uh, you know, masterminds, et cetera, et cetera, or and especially books as well, you know, really came into fruition when we got into e-commerce. So that's one thing I do want to make clear, like e-commerce definitely wasn't, you know, something that we just got into and, you know, it was like an overnight thing. Like there was years, right? Like it's kind of like that picture of, you know, most people only see the tip of the iceberg, but they don't see, you know, the whole foundation and the base below sea level. And that's exactly what it was like. It was door to door sales. At least I'm speaking for me. Like I'll have Juan touch on this uh, when he gets back from Boston. But, you know, it was all those previous years of making the sacrifices, doing the things that I hated, such as door to door sales, such as, you know, getting rejected, getting kicked out of houses, getting cops called on us. Like some of that stuff was degrading, but being able to feel comfortable doing those things and keeping in mind that, hey, this is all gonna come into fruition later down the line, really helped me get through it. So here's my closing message for you guys right here. Um, by the way, if you stay all the way to the end, I really do appreciate you guys uh, tuning in and letting me be part of your success. Um, so with that being said, like here's the closing out message. Whatever it is that you're doing, okay, if you're working a, a job right now that you don't really like, if you're uh, whatever type of situation that you do not like, but yet you are putting in the work, right? You're putting in the work after that job that you hate to be able to, um, you know, learn something new, read something new, uh, do something new, you know, experiment, try something new. And even though you might keep failing over and over again and you feel like quitting, just keep in mind, just keep telling yourself the same exact thing. Hey, this shitty job that I hate, you know, this soul-sucking job, uh, you know, the boss that I hate, whatever it is, is all going to be part of my story that will one day be told to my family and millions of people across the world. Like, that's all you got to remind yourself, all right, guys? Uh, do not lose hope. Do not lose focus because there's a lot of times, I mean, if you guys are familiar with uh, the old tale of, you know, three feet from gold, right? The guy that bought some land, he started mining and, you know, he found some gold, but all of a sudden the gold stopped showing up. Like he, he did, the gold was running out. So he kind of, you know, he quit, right? So he quit and he had some guy that owns like a junkyard come by and he's like, Hey, if you want all of my equipment, uh, if you want, you know, like this land, I'll give it to you for dirt cheap. Now that guy that he sold it to what he did was he hired an expert okay he hired an expert the expert came out and I don't know what maybe like a geologist or something like that that knows how land and um, yeah that knows how the earth land works I don't really know how to explain it but this guy you know he looks at the mine and he says you know usually whenever uh, the earth whenever there's an earthquake or something like that the earth shifts right so literally the biggest gold mine is just about like three to four or five feet from this point where this guy quit. And so this dude that, that bought it from him, right, the guy that owns the junkyard, 
he chips away at it five feet in and he literally becomes a multi multi uh you know millionaire or super successful however you want to put it and it's all because he hired right he hired an expert to come in and check it out but that guy that sold it he did not want to do the things that he hates right he did not want to keep digging farther than where the gold you know uh seemed to end all right i'm not sure if that made complete sense guys but you know what i'm trying to get at here is you might be three feet from gold and usually whenever you want to quit that is your point of when you're three feet from gold all right guys so hopefully you got value out of this let me know in the or shoot me a dm on instagram please 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 and let me know if you got value out of this and also share it leave a five star review and i will be seeing you guys on the next podcast all right love you guys so much thank you so much for tuning in major bag alert major bag alert major bag alert major bag